Hello, 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 and welcome again to WDGS 333 on your podcast station today, today, today. Oh my, oh my, oh my. I just want to come on right quick and I want to share three things, three pointers, should I say, three pointers today. And I tell you how I got to this particular three points. Because this morning when I rose, oh God, I didn't have any doubts, y'all. Hope everybody else didn't have any either. That God would take care of you. And that God would lead and guide you. And that God would provide for you all the way throughout the day. When we sit in doubt, the opposite of doubt is fear. The opposite of doubt is discouragement. The opposite of doubt is so many things that damage us. It is such a beautiful thing to not doubt God. I understand in our humanness, we can doubt a lot of things. But when we don't have any doubt that God would take care of us, isn't that a beautiful thing? Well, I tell you this morning, I was thinking, I was thinking, I was thinking because I always examine my ways. So, excuse me, I made a comment this morning and soon as I made the comment and I made it in the midst of, you know, moving around, getting dressed and trying to get myself together to get out of here earlier this morning. And afterwards, I sat back at my vanity and I was sitting there and God said, you know, in my mind said and see when I when I hear things in my mind I reason with God to examine my ways and because sometimes we get in the rush I thought about that thing and God said we should be slow to speak because sometimes when we speak fast we may mislead the listener oh I hope somebody got that sometimes when we speak so fast we may mislead the listener. Sometimes, you know, you try to make a point, but even in making a point, you can mislead. Oh, God, help me today. So I made this point about the situation about Moses and how, now I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me correct myself. See, there I go speaking too fast. I made an analogy about Abraham. And how when Abraham wanted to secure a cave for his burial for him and his wife. Oh, God help me today. So in the course of Abraham deciding to go and ask for this cave, he offered to pay for it. But at that particular time, the landowner of the cave refused to take Abraham's money because he felt that Abraham surely should not need to pay because he understood the powerful anointing that rested upon Abraham's life and because Abraham was known throughout the region for that anointing that rested upon his life. But he told Abraham, he said, no, 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 no. I can't charge you. I don't I'm not going to charge you because of who I know you are. But Abraham humbled, the Bible says he humbled himself 
in the presence of these witnesses and offered to pay. How many of you know that sometimes you should just pay your way? And I'm not just talking about financially. I'm talking about with the commission that God has placed upon your life to do what it is you need to do. Sometimes we look around at other people and we'll internalize personally why these people are not helping us. Why these people are not coming what we want them to come to. Spending what we want them to spend. Doing what we want them to do. But I came to encourage you today. Through this parable of Abraham. Sometimes it's good to pay your own way. And I reasoned with that when God gave me this revelation about Abraham years ago. And and so the, the, the landowner said to Abraham, I believe his name was Melchizedek. He said to him, he said, well, the, the cave only costs what you're inquiring about, $400. So Abraham humbled himself again. Before the witnesses. And he said. I will give you $400. Even though the man said again. You don't need to pay me. But Abraham paid him. In the presence of the witnesses. So after reading this in the Bible. I asked God. I reasoned in my mind. I said well Abraham could have got this for free. The people could have gave him that. They were willing to do that. The man had witnesses of his, what we call in in legal ramifications, a verbal contract. A verbal contract with plenty of witnesses, not just one, but plenty of them to validate that the cave would have been given to him. So I reasoned in my mind and I asked God, I said, well, why wouldn't Abraham not let them pay for this cave? Now, I want to tell you, I can give it you where to locate what I'm referring to. Genesis chapter 23, between verse 1 and 20. Oh, I do have my Bible nearby. I was thinking I didn't have my Bible nearby, but I do. But I can tell you this much. If you read Genesis chapter 23, verse 1 through 20. I'll put it in my footnotes. So I asked God, why would not Abraham receive this gift? And this is the revelation that God gave to me. No matter how well a person may know you, no matter how well and grand you may be or become, there are just certain things at certain times in our lives we need to just pay our own way. Oh, I hope somebody got that. There are certain gifts, oh God help me today, that people will offer to you. And it could be something you in need of. Because Abraham needed this cave for his burial place. But even though you may have a need for something, just because you mention it to a person, don't mean you don't want to pay your own way. Oh, God, help me today. Sometimes you just have to not receive everything that somebody offer you. You just need to pay your own way. There are different types of gifts. 
And see, the Bible says that all good gifts come from God and he added no sorrow. Sometimes when you let people give you something, you may get some sorrow behind it. Especially if you depending on people. Because we all fall short and we all walk in our humanness. The race is truly not given to the swift or the quick. But those of us who endure, endure until the end. And sometimes we don't know if we may endure to the end. That's why I don't get the big head. That's why I don't get it twisted. That's why I ask God to keep me humbled. And I mean that with all sincerity. If I have to live on a mediocre lifestyle to keep me humble, I'd rather do that than to be rich and be ratchet. Oh, I hope somebody got that. When even in the Bible, Lot, two daughters, oh God, thank you today. The Holy Ghost just gave me this. They were virgins and Lot had offered them because they were virgins. But to escape from Sodom and Gomorrah. But see, when God is on the scene, he intervened. Oh, I hope somebody got that. When God is on the scene, he'll intervene. So he intervened between Lot's family because of his uncle Abraham praying for him. But once they got delivered, oh God help me today. Sometimes you can be delivered from something. Lot and his two daughters were delivered out of Sodom and Gomorrah because they didn't look back. But even after they got delivered out of a place that God, a city that God consumed, those two virgin daughters, I imagine because of doubt and fear, they decided to give their daddy Lot some wine to drink to the point it was excessive enough for Lot to pass out, go to sleep, and didn't even remember for two nights with two daughters. They laid with him because they wanted a seed to continue on the generation. My purpose for the three points is this. Practice not saying anything that you cannot repeat to who you said it about. That's one of the th- points that God gave me this morning. He said that's why it's important to speak what you know, tell the truth. When a person tells you something and they need to tell you, don't tell nobody. They probably don't need to say it. Oh, God help me today. And I tell you why they don't need to say it. Because if this is, these are the three points that the Holy Spirit gave me this morning. And I'm going to give y'all these three points and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, close my podcast. Oh, God help me today. Three points. Three. Powerful number. The word of the Lord spoke to me this morning and said unto me, when you do self-examination, 
do th- three things. Don't say anything. If it if it comes up again, don't say anything. If it will come up again, and when you hear it again, it makes you angry. Excuse me. My God. If it makes you angry and it came out your mouth to hear it again, one of the greatest examination tools you can use is don't say it. Oh, God, help me today. If anything come out your mouth that you say, not me, not your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, auntie, your uncle, but if you say it, and you cannot peacefully receive it if you hear it again. Y'all hear me now. Perhaps you shouldn't release it. Number two, don't do anything if it will upset you or make you angry if you hear it again. Oh, I hope somebody got that. Don't do anything. Don't do anything. If it will upset you or make you angry. If somebody repeat it and it get back to your ears or you hear it again. Sometimes we rush and do things. We be quick to do them. But we we not always led by God. You know, I tell people, it's nothing that I don't do. That if somebody say something about it, and we always know the truth, and even if we don't know, God truly knows it. It shouldn't make me angry or upset. Because if it was going to make me angry and upset, whether it be a truth or a lie, but definitely if it's the truth, I shouldn't have did it. I had to share that with a young lady a couple of times because they was upset by what they think somebody said. I said, well, if it bothers you so much, if they talk about what they see, don't do it. Oh, God, help me today. If you're worried about somebody repeating something you did, why do it? Sometimes we jump and do things And it is not of God, but it is of we of ourselves. Oh, God, help me today. Point three. Decide if your words are valid, truthful, and honest. If you put yourself, I don't care what somebody repeat that I say. I know if it's valid, if it's truthful, and if it's honest. If somebody say, that I gave them some money and want it back and I know it's true. Well, it's the truth. That goes right back to point one. Point two. To come to point three. Why would I do anything or say anything if I hear it again? It's going to make me angry. That's the reference point to examining your place in God. 
I don't I don't walk around and say things that if somebody repeated. I don't walk around and do things if somebody going to repeat it. And I won't get angry about it. Well, if I did it and if I said it, why am I angry about somebody repeating the truth? That's why I don't tell people don't say nothing. And if I catch myself saying that, I do just that. Catch myself. Because that's what God said to me some years ago. When I used to do that. And I would tell people, let me tell you something. Don't say I said it. God said, well, then you don't need to say it. If you need to ask somebody not to repeat what you said. Because remember, we all fall short. <laughs> we all subject to do things. My God. You know, Peter told Jesus he wouldn't deny him. But when fear fell upon him, he did. And oftentimes when fear or anger fall upon somebody, oh, you ever met people like that? They'll get angry with you. They'll start saying all kind of saying, saying, saying about you. They'll tell everything you probably ever told them. And add some more to it. We put so much trust and confidence in people. Flesh. And God said, I don't don't want you to trust nobody but me. Because mortal man, my words say, we can't put trust in. So be careful and be mindful. I hope those three rules of self-examination will help yourself. Don't say anything. If you hear it again, it'll make you fall out and be angry with somebody. Don't do anything that if somebody talk about what you did, you're going to fall out and be angry about it. And always decide Whatever information come across your eyes or your ears. Or even the aroma of discernment. Wait whether or not it's the truth. You know, I talk about not putting everything on the scale. But there are some things we do need to weigh. There are some things we really need to weigh. And we need to always weigh the truth of what we say. Not what nobody else come out their mouth, but what we say, and not what somebody else do, but what we do. When we put our own self on the scale and weigh it against the truth and say, well, yeah, I didn't like somebody saying that, but they didn't lie. That's the truth. And I always believe that if the truth convicts you, the purpose of conviction is to convert. Oh, I hope somebody got that. The purpose of conviction is to convert. To convert us from being how we used to be and need to make a change. Don't do nothing if we going to get in our feelings about it. Don't offer nothing if we're going to get in our feelings about it. But see, Abraham didn't allow that opportunity for nobody to get in their feelings about what they gave him. He said, I'll pay for it. Y'all have a beautiful, blessed day in the Lord.
And as always, may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your life. Meet all of your needs, even some of your good wants as you delight yourself in the Lord. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health even as your soul prosper. And until the next podcast upload, y'all have a beautiful, blessed day. Peace out. God bless.